you're listening to another episode of Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. Billy! <laughs> Billy! Get to the chopper! Now! Ah, uh, Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. I'm John. And I'm Scott. This is episode 267. That's right, John. 267. We have so much to talk about, so much to catch up on. I don't wow. even know where to start. Almost I don't faded. know where to start. Saying, Billy! Billy! Get to the job, Billy! <laughs> <laughs> you know, you loaned me the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. box set, and I, I failed to watch Predator. Oh what! <laughs> I may need to. I may need to take that with me tonight. You know, you know what I'm saying? didn't I give you like a new mic cable where you can shut it off on the top? Did there? you? Yeah, you see that little red? Oh yeah, thing? Yeah. yeah. Hold on, which way do I turn it? Yeah, which way do I turn no, it? I Hold on, care. I'm going to test it. Testing. Test. Oh, oh there you yeah. go. Okay. Yeah, but it makes a click. Would you rather Try hear it the again? Cl- yeah, it makes a little click. Or hear me cough to the side. I'd rather hear you cough. It's funnier. Yeah. Okay. So. Billy! (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we missed last week, right? The week before, we did a Skype show. And then last week, we're going to do another Skype show on election night, John. Right. We're going to be part of history, John. Part of history. And what happened? Story. I can't remember. I wasn't feeling that well. You weren't feeling well. You weren't feeling well. I had a kidney stone. Ooh. What a nightmare. We didn't know it at the time, though, right? You just had this pain that would come in waves. I was sure it was a kidney stone. Because you looked it up on interwebs, right? You were doing the... Self-diagnosed. MD interweb. The doctor said I did a good job. Nice job. Well, yeah, after you pissed it out and brought it into him. No, I didn't bring it into him. Oh, because you let it go down the crapper? Hey, it's, it's my story. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, what the hell? Look. Listen. Yeah. Yeah. You want me to tell the story? Well, so we're going to do it Monday? We're going to do it Monday? No, we decided on Tuesday because it was election night. Yeah. And then uh, you started texting me, I think it was that day, saying about you would have these waves of pain. Yeah. And uh, I think, yeah, you did mention kidney stones because yeah. you looked it up on interwebs. And I'm like, well, dude, you going to go to the doctor or what? And you're like, nah, yeah. I don't know. We'll Eventually. See. Eventually, I guess. So what happened after that? Spit it out! I, uh, well, it started Saturday. Saturday, um, so Friday night we went out <laughs> to a Mexican restaurant and met up with some friends. And uh, then my wife says, oh, yeah, um... Uh, don't don't forget I have my 31 party tomorrow which was Saturday and uh, I'm like what the hell is that and she's like well it's this party where all the ladies come over and we pick out bags and purses and <laughs> just all this shit okay when's that well she said it's like it uh, I think she said it was um, it was going to be a 2 and the lady who sets it up will be there at one thirty. And I said, well, look, I got to I gotta go Saturday to test drive a car. I actually had to test drive two of them. 
And she's like, oh, great. You could take Nathan with you. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. She says, well, what time are you going to do that? I said, I don't know, f- sometime after <laughs> noon or something. Well, I wake up Saturday morning with this god-awful back pain. And uh, One side, all sides? On the left side. Left you know? side. And I thought, oh, I just slept wrong. You know, this happens. So I kind of like bent over in the shower and let the hot water hit my back. And uh, it, w- it just wouldn't go away. And I come down the stairs. I'm like, man, my back is killing me. And uh, she's like, well, do you want to go to the doctor? I said, no, it's not that bad. I mean, it's just a achy back. And she says, well, I got to go to the store. I'll be back. And uh, this is about 11.15. So I decide to unload everything out of my car. I had some drum equipment. So I'm unloading that stuff. And all of a sudden, I see this this Jeep Cherokee pull up in my driveway and this chick get out. And she's unloading all these bags frantically. And I walk up and say, hey, what's going on? Oh, hi, John. Yeah, we got the party uh, today. Uh, hey, where's Beth? I go, she's at the store. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I need some tables. I need this. I need... I'm like, what? 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 What are you talking about? Uh, yeah. Do you got any tables? Yeah, I got some tables. I'll go get them. So I'm setting these tables up. And I said, hey, uh... Wait a minute. Is the party at your house? Yeah, it's at my house. And you just found out about it? Uh, No, I found out about it on Friday, but I I thought it was going to happen at 2 o'clock. Oh, I see. I would be gone, long gone, no work, you know what I'm saying? Right. I go, hey, uh, what time's the party? Uh, You know, it's 11.30, what time's the party? She says, oh, it's at noon. I said, oh, uh, okay. So I text my wife and I say, hey, um, Nikki's here, she's setting up. She thinks the party's at 12. I see a big capital letters, what? (laughs) Uh, Did you get the time wrong? She said, no, I didn't. So I said to Nikki, I go, um, my wife's under the impression that this is starting at 2 and that you weren't going to be here till 1.30. She goes, no, no, no. Let me check my book. Um, 12 to 1. Beth can't do 12 to 1. She can do 2 to 4 or 12 to 2. She can do 2 to 4. Oh, oh, I screwed up. Oh, I am so sorry. I'm like, oh, that's cool. She goes, well, I'm going to finish setting up and leave. What kind of party is this? It's a 31, some sort of, like, bags and shit. They, you pick, you pick, like, uh, fabrics, and they make special bags for you, and totes, and, I don't know, purses and shit. I don't know what the hell it is. Oh, it's like a, it's like a, uh, it's like Tupperware. Tupperware party, uh, right. Or a, a fake coach purse yeah, party. Yeah, fake coach. One of those things. Yeah. Okay, I get for it. Broads. For broads. It's for the broads. <laughs> it's for the broads. <laughs> or a candle party. One of those <laughs> right. Things. Right, I got it. So uh, I'm like, oh, finally, you know. So I thought, okay, I'm I'm going to pop a couple of uh, Advils and take a little quick nap. And that lasted about a half hour. And I started feeling better. So I said to my son, I said, let's go. Let's go test drive this Murano over at Nissan. So I go over there. I test drive it. The thing is great. It looks great. Is that the one in your driveway right yeah. now? Yeah. Nice. It looks great. Uh, you know, But I don't really like give it the full once over because I'm really annoyed from the pain. 
And I tell the guy at the dealership, I go, listen, I don't got a whole lot of fucking time, okay? My back is killing me. I think I have a kidney stone. I don't know. (laughs) That's good sales. (laughs) He's like, okay, okay, relax. I said, look, I'm going to go talk it over with the wife. I'll come back Monday. He said, okay, we'll leave it. So uh, I get home, and, and the house is filled with women. And uh, they're all looking at me, oh, we heard about your kidney stone. And I'm thinking, oh, she told everybody. She tells him everything. Tells him everything, you know. Everything, Oh, he's got a giant wart on his penis, (laughs) you know. (laughs) So I'm like, uh, okay, Uh, yeah, I think I have a kidney stone. Well, one lady uh, who's a nurse or something, she says, oh, yeah, my husband had him so bad, he was vomiting violently. But I'll tell you what, take a Xanax, take a whole Xanax, you'll feel much better. <laughs> That's a good idea. So I come up to my room, I take a Xanax and three ibuprofens, and I just lay down and curl up in a ball, and I just lay there and cry for, I don't know, an hour, and I must have passed out at some point. Because I woke up around 6 o'clock, and I come down, and Joe, our first guest, his wife is here, and another friend from high school, his wife is here. And uh, her name's Chris, and her husband, Mike, had him so bad, he was in the hospital for 12 days. 12 yeah, days? because it was so big. Uh, well, let me ask you this, John. I don't know much about kidney stones, but... When he's in the hospital for 12 days, do they go in and remove them from his kidney? Well, or do they say, here, we're going to give you these drugs and you're going to pass them all? It depends. Now, it depends on what it is, where it is. Um, If it's too big, if it's really big and it's just in the kidney, they just go in through your back and they just pluck it out of there. Just pluck it out. If it's too big and it's in your fallopian <laughs> tube or whatever the hell that tube, utero. Urethra. No, urethra is down by your nuts. Your wiener. Your there's wiener. A, there's a tube before that? Yeah. What do they the call that? The one that goes to your bladder. The pre-urethra? U- u- utera or something. Or, or, that u- sounds urita. too womanly. The no. utera. Now look it up. <laughs> so You should know. I, I don't care. Okay. It's like a fallopian tube or something that goes to your bladder. But for it's the man. Real, yeah, it's really... Well, women have it, too. It's really thin. Right. <laughs> Kidneys, you dummy. <laughs> fallopian tube. It's for the ovaries, man. I it's, know. Yeah. But it's like a fallopian yeah, for tube. For the man. Yeah. Yeah, but women have it, too. <laughs> hey, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Shut up, man. This is my story. So... Where was I? I digress. Okay, so the other way is they put a like a a balloon on your back, and they shoot shock waves into it, and it breaks up the kidney stone into little fragments, and then you piss them out that way. Or the other way is they stick a catheter up your wiener oh. all the way into your bladder. Wouldn't you rather all- just pass it than have <laughs> yeah. that happen? And then they shoot shockwaves that way or they bust it up that way and then there's a stent like let's say you screwed up your uterus so bad and that thing's in there and it ain't coming out for it's a while lodged. it's lodged in there they put a tube 
in between your uh, your kidney and your bladder, so you can you can piss. Um, I was like, I'm not having any of that. We're gonna go a couple of days to see where we go with this. So Sunday was a nightmare, trying to just curling up, and I it just felt so terrible. And then Monday, I decided to go to work. <laughs> that was a mistake. I go to work, and uh, I said, listen, I can't do this anymore. I got to leave. I had a bunch of meetings. I did the meetings, and then I said, I got to go. I went home. The wife's like, what are you doing home? I said, I can't take it. Okay, you got to see the doctor. I said, I'm not seeing the doctor. It's a, it's a kidney stone. I'm sure of it. The pain I I describe to people, the pain that says it on the internets, it's all the same. Well, Tuesday comes around, and I'm really dying, and I decide, okay, I'm going to call the doctor at 1 o'clock. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> you Sorry. okay? Yeah, I'm fine. So I call the doctor, and, uh, oh, he's seen his last patient for the day. Um, can I have him call you back? Yeah, please. So he calls me back and he asked me about the pain. Where is it? Is it in my testicles? I said, no, it's not there, but it's moved. It went from my back. Now it's on my side. It's like a cramp from running too much or something. And uh, not like I would know that what that feels like, like lately. Yeah. And um, you just sounded like a car that was braking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going through puberty. Uh, so he says, uh, okay, we're going to treat it like a kidney stone. You just got to keep drinking water as much as you can. One of the things I found out is that cranberry juice isn't good for kidney stones. You should drink lemonade. The citric acid uh, helps to break down the calcium. So drink this, the uh, lemonade. So I drink a lot of lemonade and water, just chugging it. And pissing like every 10 minutes uh, to no avail. But he did prescribe me some Vicodin, which I took to uh, on um, uh, Tuesday night. And um, Wednesday morning, I had to get up because I was going to go visit my sister in the hospital in Wisconsin. It's a two and a half hour drive. And I'm like, I'm not going to make two and a half hours with this pain. So I'm just going to take these meds, drink a bunch of water, go to bed, see what happens. If I'm not good, I'm done with this pain. Take me to the hospital, stick a catheter in, jab a knife in my back. I don't care what. Get this fucking thing out of me. Uh, I wake up Wednesday morning at 5 a.m. The back is hurting. I come downstairs. I cannot go back to sleep. Uh, I sit on the toilet because I can't stand because I'm still woozy from the Vicodin. And barely a trickle of whiz comes out. I mean, I feel like I got to piss like a racehorse and nothing comes out. Like, oh man, now what? So I sit down, I turn the TV on, I'm I'm watching a little bit of the election coverage because I just saw that they called it for Obama and then I went to bed on Tuesday. So I didn't see any of the you know what else goes on afterwards you know all the banter so i was watching some of that and then i really had to go again so i sat down on the toilet and took like the longest leak i've ever taken 
Like, oh, this is great. Wow. Back teeth were floating? That kind of thing? Teeth were floating, yeah, but now, oh, I feel great. Wow, no pain in the back. I get up, I look in the toilet, it's all blood. It's bloody. It's, It's like a dark brown... It wasn't all blood. Yeah. Like, you didn't piss blood. Yeah. You pissed urine and urine blood. Urine and blood. It was like a dark brown... Couldn't even see the bottom. It was so murky. And I went, whoa. That's not good. I don't know if that's good or not. I don't know. <laughs> but if my back doesn't hurt, I don't care. Flushed it. The wife wakes up. How's, how's it going? We going? We going to the hospital? No. I'm driving up there. I said, look. Listen. listen. I f- my back doesn't hurt right now. I pissed some blood. What? Well, maybe that's a good sign. I don't know. Piss some blood. If, yeah, that's if a good I sign. D- if I don't make it, uh, I'll turn back around. If I do make it, I'm in a hospital, so I'm good to go. Okay, great. So about 10.30, I decide to jump in the car and make my quest two and a half hours. I get about... An hour into the drive, and I got to pull over to take a leak. And I get to this McDonald's. I go in there, and I go in the stall. I want to go in the stall because I got to see if anything comes out. And uh, there's somebody in there taking a shit. I'm like, God damn it. And I got to go, man. I could feel it. It's like starting to burn. And uh, I order some food and a drink, and I see this guy come out, and I'm like, okay, great. So I go in there. Excellent. It's open. I go in there. I start taking a leak. And this like arrowhead peppercorn shoots out the end of my wiener into the water. And it's spinning around like a little submarine. I'm like, holy shit. I go down. I look down at it. I'm staring at it. It's spinning around. And it's like four millimeters by two millimeters. Uh, and I try to reach in to get it. Millimeters? Yeah. Okay. Millimeters. Like the thickness of a dime. Okay. So. You're trying to reach into a... A, a toilet with piss in it to, to get to retrieve thing. my <laughs> stone. I wanted to make <laughs> earrings out of it. Whatever. I don't care. I had to have it to give it to my doctor. And just as I go to reach in, it flushes. Oh, no. One of those automatic flushes? Yeah. Yeah. And while I'm pissing, there's a guy tugging on the stall door with his hand on the top. He's like, saying, hey! Yeah, I'm look, passing a stone here! Listen! I got business yeah. in here! Faggot school, I have the day off today! <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I open the door, and it's the same guy. What do you mean the same guy? It's the same guy. Oh, Bambi Jones is calling from Japan. Let's hear from Bambi Jones. Here we go. Hello. Hello. Bambi Jones, you're in the air. Bambi Jones in the air on the the house. Right, right on. What's (laughs) up, yeah? What's up, bitches? (laughs) What's up, dog? (laughs) (laughs) Who Who is that? I don't know who that was. So how are you? Uh, Scott's new character. <laughs> okay, I was like, am I calling the right TTN? Of course or? you are. This is the right TTN with John and Scott, episode 267. What's up, I've girl? Been, 
What's up, bitches? I've been waiting for the the post election, you know, talking it out, you know, whatever thing by you guys. That's what we're doing. Well, we haven't done that yet because John's talking about passing a kidney stone. Ouch, John. Yeah, and then we'll get to that. John, you need to go to the gym. Well, he was. We were on. I'm, I have a very important question for John. He was in a in the part of the story where he just passed the stone yeah. in a public huh? toilet, and it flushed because it was an automatic flush thing, and he couldn't grab. He couldn't reach in and grab it. The question wait, wait. I have. Yes, go ahead. Okay, what is, is it? An actual stone? Like I don't get. I'm not sure what you're. Is it a stone? I don't. It's not we'll a get stone. To that. Right? We'll get to that. We'll cover all that. Just bear <laughs> with us. All right, so okay. John, here's the first question. Yeah, when the stone like passes it's through a, the bone, through the bone, <laughs> what does that feel like? I didn't feel a thing. You didn't feel anything. No. Nothing. No. Apparently, that's supposed to be like one of the most painful things. No, that didn't. Uh, the back going through the utero tube is going through the utero tube. And then once it got to the Schwanz, then it was yeah. like no big it's like, deal. It was it's like, like yeah, just get it out so of here. There was so much pressure behind it; it just <laughs> <laughs> like a fire hose. Yeah, it's like a fire hose, a fire. shotgun. Okay. Now let's return to Bambi's question because I have the same question: What causes these things, and what are they? They're uh, usually calcium. Everybody, it's like calcium se- deposits. Yes, from what? Like seventy-five percent of the population gets them. From what, though? From your diet? From what? Why do you get these things? Yeah, they could be anything. Diet. Uh, oh, shit. I got stuff all over my screen. God damn it. It's got stuff on his screen, Bambi. Stuff. Bear with us. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they could be from anything. Hey, wiping the jizz off your screen. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Like, I had no idea that, like... It came through your actual boner? That's so... Well, hold on. He didn't say he had a boner. Yeah. All right. Your bone. But, like, first of all, obviously, I never considered that. But the other thing, too, is, like, you you didn't feel that? How did you not feel that? That's insane. And the other thing, too, is, like, once again, is it a stone in your bone? It's a stone in my bone. stone in the bone. It's made of calcium. Yeah. Calcium. does it come out like white? It like depends. Like- no, it depends on the 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 what it's composed of. Some are uh, a certain like calcium oxalate, or it depends on what's in it. They could be black or brown. They could be uh, white. They could be yellow, tan colored. They could have what spikes on them. Mine was like a dark brown, black, and it looked like a uh, an Indian arrowhead. <laughs> oh, so it, it wasn't a round stone. No, it like, it's very sharp and jagged. Jagged. Was it just one? Well, no, it was one at first, and then throughout the day, I kept uh, pissing out shrapnel. Oh, dude! So it's like somebody would would take a pepper grinder over my whiz when I was done to season it. Oh, but but you didn't feel pain. I mean, it's it's good. But. No, no, I had pain in my back for four, three, four days, but not what passing it. But not well. That is passing, passing it. it. That is passing well, it. Well, I guess I'm confused. It's it, part of the process. It's part Scott. of the process. But I always thought that the pain was when it came out the 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 right? shaft. It could. Hello? It could. It could. 
Yes. I mean, how could it not is kind of my question. Well, here's one of the things I was told that sometimes it goes sideways and then it gets stuck and then the whiz like just kind of twirls it around as it's his. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happened to a friend of mine who was in the hospital for like 12 days. Bambi, you don't have balls, do you? No, I mean, yes. as, as I, <laughs> I had them. They just went like inside my body after hearing that story. If I had them, they would. Yeah, they totally would have crawled the hell up. Well, women have the same issue, but they don't. Yeah, have... so it comes out of our cooch then. Well, yeah, it doesn't come out of your ass <laughs> <laughs> or your nose. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so it's but it oh. cooch. I love that the cooch, the cooch, the coos, as you guys call it. The Scott, that's Scott's word. I the never coos, <laughs> you liar. <laughs> I was correcting you, John. The best is when you guys are talking about multiple <laughs> government takeovers, and you're talking about coos. <laughs> oh, that was right. John. Coops. He was. <laughs> <laughs> he said coops. Government coops. And, and I corrected coos. him. Coos. But that's not my word. That's not the same thing. Take that back. I don't use that word. Coos. You just I use organic oven. That's what, what? I use. What? <laughs> Hold on. I just unplugged my earphones. (laughs) That's good. Nice job, Wayne. All right, let's digress. Bambi Jones had an excellent question about pissing with a boner. Yeah. And I'd like to respond. Does it go over the shoulder? Pissing with a boner is difficult difficult and it's really, um, what's the correct word, John? It's really annoying. It's it's not good. It it hasn't happened often. But when it does, it's a real logistical problem. Yeah, <laughs> It's like when you have morning wood, right? And right. then you need to piss. I'm yes. assuming that's when it happens. Yes. And you, so do you just, you need to press it down? And yeah. You need to like contort your whole body. You, yeah, you like to, in like, the push-up position. Right. <laughs> <laughs> With your legs straddled wide apart. Well, here's what I do. And crank it down. Imagine like touching your toes, you know, you stretch, yeah. you touch your toes. That's what I do, but over the toilet. And then, Wait, what? Yeah. And then you gotta what? then you gotta worry like what? it doesn't hit your chin on the way down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't drink any of it, right? You don't piss I on saw, the. I think I saw a cartoon in like oh, a super like front Playboy from like the 70s where the dude was like lying in front of the toilet and then you know like the boner just spews it behind him into the toilet. Is that a possibility? That is a possibility that would take some practice, I guess. You know, if I'm a bachelor, sure, I I got the time for that. Right. With a family, (laughs) you know, that I'm in charge of cleaning the toilets. Yeah, Yeah, that's not going to (laughs) happen. You work your way up to it. You know, I have a son, so I'm going to have to educate him at at some point um, on how to do that. Proper boner. Proper boner, yes. You're going to have that conversation. If he asks, of yeah. course, yeah. I'll have that He's conversation. He's not going to fucking ask. Please, be crazy. <laughs> he asked some crazy shit. He might ask. Like what? Okay, tell me what's the craziest shit he's asked you. <laughs> I can't. I can't. He's only eight years old for crying out loud. What if he wants to run for president? <laughs> <laughs> okay, really? <laughs> 
<laughs> and they dig this up. Yeah. If he's that much of an asshole to be running for president, like, <laughs> I assume you're a better parent than that. We'll see. You never know. We'll you just never see. know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Wow. Hey, here's what causes they. Some of the causes are dietary factors. I imagine. Like low fluid intake, uh, high dietary intake of animal protein, sodium, refined sugars, fructose, and high fructose corn syrup, oxalate, corn, uh, grapefruit juice, apple juice, and cola drinks. Colon drinks? Yeah, colon drinks. Cola. cola. Is there oh. such a thing as a colon drink? <laughs> I'm sure it's delicious. Wheatgrass is the colon drink. <laughs> like to clean you out yeah. kind of a drink, right? High fiber. And uh, vitamins cause it, too. Well, vitamins are bullshit. You know that, right? Yeah, vitamin C supplements is associated with increased incidence of kidney stones. They're not bullshit. They just um, make your pee a little bit brighter and more expensive. That's all. Okay, expensive and bright pee is is important, I guess, for some people. Yes. Yeah. Where are you calling from? Tokyo. That's what I thought. Tokyo. John. That's what I thought, but I didn't want to. You know, I didn't want to state that. I'm injured, so I'm staying home. Why are you injured? What happened? I have no idea, but I just all of a sudden my my right rib, one of my ribs, just like cracked. Really? Like you were walking down the hall and it cracked? No, I was. Uh, it started to hurt a little bit, and then it started to hurt a lot more. And I went to work out, and then it really was hurting. And I was like, "This is serious." So I went and checked it out, and they said, "Yeah, you have a crack." But the thing is, I didn't fall down. I didn't. I mean, I've been snowboarding recently, and I nothing happened. Like my, I don't know what. You didn't I'm fall. Apart. Nobody smacked you. Uh, not recently, I got out of that situation. Well, that's good. Glad to hear yes. that. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. So it's let better. me ask you this. How long have you been listening to the show? For like ever. Really? Forever? Yeah, for a really long time. So, like since go ahead. Way beginning. So let me tell a story. So uh, my daughter broke my iPod thing. Um, my Nano. She broke my Nano. And that's what I used to listen to all the podcasts on. So I had to go dig out like my classic iPod, like <laughs> the, this that brick. Yeah, the brick, the, the one the, with the generator attached to it. <laughs> so I I charged that thing up and I plugged it in and I have all these old episodes of our show on there, like in the hundreds, like hundred and forty four, hundred and seventy nine, hundred and sixty or whatever. So I start listening to these things and I'm like, damn it, our show was really fucking good. It still is. I don't, I don't feel like I remember last time you were talking about how you guys used to do bits and how good that was and blah, blah, blah. And that was good. Like the bits were good and stuff. But I don't feel at all like cheated when I I feel cheated when it's less than two hours. Ah. <laughs> cheated when it's less than two hours. Yeah. If it's like above two, that's like the first thing I check. It's like, oh, my God, is it? A, I hope it's above two hours. Like. Well, we haven't cheated on you in how many episodes? I mean, not when was the last not. episode that was under two hours? It was not. It has been a long time. I'm always pleased. But yes. I don't feel it. I mean, the, the the I understand, like, you guys have lives and shit to do. Like, you can't be doing bits. 
Well, right? I figured it out, but it, it wasn't only the bits. I figured it out. I figured out what it was. Here's okay. what it is. Uh, science uh, news specifically. We used to get into much more detail. And who knows? Maybe people don't dig science. I don't know. I would think I our, our listeners would like science, you know. Uh, but we don't get into that much detail. And here's the reason why. You know why, John? Do you know why? No. Because at the time, in the hundreds, I was going to school. And right. the school that I this I was taking fucking dinosaur class, John. <laughs> That's I was right. Taking, <laughs> you were learning I about you were playing with plastic dinosaurs. That was I was funny. taking science classes, so as part of my schoolwork, I had to do these <laughs> things. I had to, like they always had news items you had to bring in every week and discuss them in detail. And we had some really great fucking shows about uh, science and about. Religion. When I was in my issues in science and religion class, yeah, right, because it was double duty. You just recycle your right, your and it yeah. helped me with class too. Because I, if I had a presentation, I'd come in here and I'd Talk work through my presentation, and then I'd go to school and kick ass. But I don't go to school anymore, John. Right, that's so our, why. Our, uh, so the thing is, when when I I separate myself, so like. Right before I came here tonight, I'm listening to episode 144. That was four fucking years ago. We what? were t- we were talking about Obama and McCain debating. Oh yeah. Oh. And uh, so I I have this this four year gap. I have no fucking idea what we talked about. So it's new to me, and I listen to it, and I'm like, damn, that's that's really good. And then I think about the shows that we do now. That I listen to right after we do them, and it's like, nah, yeah, I'll index it. But if, I, <laughs> but I, but if I think back, I felt the same way about 144. Yeah. Uh, the week after that. we did it, right? Yeah, yeah. But so four years from now, you'll look back on this and be like, "This was the jam." And then- I'll be like, "The show Bambi Jones called in was the best fucking show, 267 <laughs> yeah. ever, ever in TTN history." <laughs> right on. You mean it comes out of my cooch? <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to be prepared because, you know, I turned 40 this year and I'm, you know, I'm looking at the downhill. How do you feel about it that? It is all downhill. How do you feel about turning 40? I mean, I try to be like out and proud about it, you know, because, you know, but it fucking sucks. You know, it's just going to go downhill from here. But it it prompted me to make some changes in my life, like so that was kind of good. What kind of changes? Like Work get changes, relationship. relationship changes. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Well, like, let me tell you this. Forty, shit is serious now. Like I'm, I'm it's not like that's, I feel like the decision I make, how I live my life right now, is going to be set in stone. Because you're not changing after you're 40. You're not making big decisions after, you know. Oh, right? I, di- I disagree with that. <laughs> I dis- I totally disagree with that. Well, there what? are still Did big you- decisions to make. Yeah. Like, <laughs> where are we going to eat on Sunday? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I'm talking about bigger, John. Bigger things. <laughs> like what? I can't get into it now. But uh. <laughs> let's talk about... Um, John and I talked about, I think on the show we turned 40, and we yeah. we moved past that. And right for on the guys, um, shit starts growing everywhere. Yeah. Hair starts coming where it never came before. Is that the same with women? 
Yeah, I know. I heard you guys talking about the, especially the first some reason the hair and the ears really disturbed me. Yeah, and I'm hoping that doesn't happen to me. But so far, my hair situation is good. I'm okay, but I'm Japanese. I'm half Japanese, so that helps, right? Because we're not as hairy as y'all white people. I didn't know that. Is that true? I don't know that. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, I've never, I've never had to shake my leg. <laughs> what? What? That's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, who's the hairiest? If we're talking ethnicity, who's the hairiest? Jews, right? Jews are the hairiest? I've never Aren't heard they? that. I don't know. I'm di- I just said that off the top of my John, head. John, like, who's the hairiest? Uh, I don't it's know. It's Italians, right? Italians, Armenians. Oh, Italians, yeah. It's the back hair that is just unforgivable, right? I mean, that's where it's crossing the line. And well, I guess, yeah, Italians, maybe? Yeah, they, they wear a sweater 24-7. <laughs> Yeah, you know they. Uh, you know why they wear gold chains? Uh oh. I do. Was it what? Do you so know? they know when to stop shaving. Yeah, where to stop shaving? Not when. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not at twelve o'clock yeah. <laughs> at noon. What time to stop shaving? <laughs> yeah, let me do the jokes. All right. All right now. But, 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 John, I will say this about... Yeah, but Japanese have pubic hair, right? <laughs> yes, we do. And you know what's interesting is that I understand that over there, everybody's into shaving their shit, like, right? Not me. Well, actually, I don't shave. I don't I shave trim. my shit. I trim up. It's too slippery. Yeah, but you guys aren't like... <laughs> I get that. She didn't get that. I get that. You know, like, you're not out trying to impress people at this point, right? Right. So, you're shaving. But I'm thinking guys who are out on the town are, like, as far as I don't actually know, but this is what I hear. And the women in general are, like, it's assumed that you shave your your pussy. <laughs> I don't know if it's assumed. <laughs> I mean, John, on the show, John has said that he likes to, he likes to see the big, hairy uh, thing there. He Am I right, John? Some big old nuff. The bush. Yeah. Yeah, well, here nobody shaves. I mean, it's like, it's not a thing. So, I I recently went to my friend's wedding in the States, and I think... <laughs> Wait a minute. Da- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's hear Where's this. this story this going? going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, this is good. Is this part of a ritual when you have a wedding to go to that... Oh, we were changing clothes, you know, in the getting ready for the ceremony and stuff, and it just so happened that people were like, "Dude, what's up with that?" <laughs> to you? <laughs> yeah, because apparently everybody shaves there. It's just <laughs> it's a given. Dude, what's up with that? Let's... Yeah, it's like Sherwood <laughs> Forest. Yeah, I think they were a little freaked out, but like. If- if I were the, on the other side of it, though, if I were to shave here, like people would think I was some kind of hooker. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I've never seen one here. And I go to the gym. You know, we all take our showers and stuff. Like nobody, I've never seen it. Wow. Yeah. And there are some hookers at my gym, and they don't even shave. <laughs> well, it's the '70s thing that uh, t- now it's I don't know what it is. It's everybody's all waxed up. Yeah, well, the other thing, too, is that Americans or whatever, they, they, their shit is growing, like, down the side of their leg and, like, crazy. Like like I said, Asians have, East Asians have less hair in general, so it's not crazy. It never gets that crazy, right? 
Yeah. Like I had this friend in the States who she, her shit was like going down this middle of her, down her legs. <laughs> you know, like, like that. sideburns. Sideburns. Jesus. Down burns, leg burns. <laughs> I don't know. But like that it would definitely not be acceptable here either. Oh my Lord. Well, I have an aversion to hair, so culturally speaking, <laughs> uh, I guess that doesn't matter to me. I just do not like hair, uh, so I um, I try to keep it uh, managed. I guess it would be the word managed. What about your chest? Uh, uh, I'm not very hairy to begin with, so that's kind of nice. If I was, I'd I'd go out of my mind. I wouldn't know what to do. Well, you because would have if to you. Laugh. Yeah, if you waxed it, then it's it's too clean, right? It's too like uh, Daniel Craig in the the new 007, John that we yeah. both saw. I mean, the, he shaved or something. I mean, there's no hair on his chest, and that's it's kind of weird. Uh, Is some that people part of the like story? It. No, it's not part of the story. I just oh, noticed that. That he should. Be, <laughs> that's how he shows up in the movie. No, it's something I just noticed on my own. Okay, right. you want to tell us some? <laughs> <laughs> no, but if it was weird, I mean, if it was, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, if it's too much, like, or too little, it's too intentional looking, right? Right. Like, there was motive. Like, there was premeditation to what I'm doing. Well, sometimes there's just not a whole lot there, so you might as well just wax it off, right? All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I think we covered pubic hair uh, in enough Extensively. detail. Extensively. Extensively. <laughs> All right, so you're half, <laughs> you're half Japanese and you're half what? White, like you, like I said last time. Caucasian. I'm sorry, yeah. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. So do you do you get any like uh, racial shit because of that, or do people notice? Or oh, totally, yeah. 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 yeah my pr- problem is that I'm like white on the outside and Japanese on the inside, so that my like my way of thinking and my you know my personality or whatever in general is Japanese, but my face is really white, and so people don't know that I speak Japanese. First of all, so you get to hear and- people talking about you then. Oh yeah, that's that's always fun. How do you say um, dick in Japanese? <laughs> oh, chin chin. It's interesting yeah. that he didn't ask you how to say coos. He asked you how to say dick. Oh, chin chin chisai. You already know. Why are you asking me? I know. I just wanted to hear you laugh. <laughs> okay. I told Scott once he was with some Japanese colleagues getting drunk. And I told them, I said, slap a guy in the bag and go, oh, chin chin chisai. They love that. Yeah. And he said, really? Really? <laughs> I said, no, don't do that. It means small penis. It's fucked up because Japanese men really do have small penises. <laughs> it's not nice. All right, I got to stop us right now. Breaking news. Breaking TTN news right now. Are you ready yeah. for this? All right. Uh, big news. Justin Amber is going to Miami to see TWW. In the sun. Oh. I was that? just about to say, she should hook up with the word whore. Yes. I don't I know thought? if she's going there to hook up with the word whore, if she's going there and the word whore is like a secondary kind of thing, but Amber and the word whore will be meeting in Miami. 
Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's beautiful, man. Isn't that? I love both of them. Yeah. I know you guys are picturing like a lesbian porno in your head. People are calling in like crazy. I don't know how to do it. Can we do a conference call? Let's see. Add to conference call. Dude, okay. Hello. You're in the air with John and Scott and Bambi Jones. Hello. Hello. Mm, hello. Uh, is, it, is it PT? <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello. Aaron. Aaron, are you there? I guess the conferencing doesn't work. Aaron. Hello. He called. He hung up. He hung up. All right. Who else is calling? All right. Me? I don't know. What about PT? PT Stephen C. PT. PT Stephen C. What? Well, I know. <laughs> P Tony. No, no, no. One of the first times Stephen C. Called in, oh. I was call. I referred to him as PT. <laughs> what is it? I thought you call him Stephanie. Uh, and we had a <laughs> we had a conversation about my neurological disorders. Oh. Oh well, that was a long conversation, I guess. Yes. I love how you have too many, how you have this, like, tick. It's almost like Tourette's, how you put more syllables in words. You mean Phil. Phil does that, not me. No, I'm, you do too. I'm verbally dyslexic, so oh, I Oh, you're in the air. Hello. Hello. Who do we got? John Who's on Scott. the phone? John and Scott. This conferencing's not working well. Aaron. All right. We can't hear you, so we All right. Know. You want me to get off? I'll get off so you guys can no, switch it up. No, we don't think it's you. We think it's uh, he didn't do his Skype No, but we got to run along, man. We we got a show yeah, to we do, do gotta, here. <laughs> we do got to run yeah, what, along. What else? Wait, what watch. time is it there? It's about 9.30 What time is it there? Central. Uh-oh. What time it's is it there? Noon 23. Noon 23. How about that? Noon 23. Wow. <laughs> Noon 23. Yep. What day is it? Uh, it's, 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 uh, Tuesday. Whoa. Yeah. You guys literally are living in the past, like yeah. in so many ways, but in actuality. Bambi's really- on the show in the future, Scott. That's right. That's right. Every time I go to the States, it's like going back five years into the past technologically. It's so <laughs> backwards. So we don't have tube hotels what are they called? Those Capsule. are pretty cool. Capsule hotels. Hey, uh, when you do come to the States, you come for business or for uh, vacation? Yeah, hopefully I'll never have to go again. I, I am you not hate it. Fan. You don't like it. You do not it's, like the States. It's it's gross. Where and do you it's, go? That's it's so vulgar. gross. I mean, uh, I'm originally from, I went to school in California, which is one of the best parts of the States. And I even that is just too... It's so backwards, and you, it's so... What do you mean, are, gross? It's just people are vulgar, and there's no manners, and there's no decorum. And oh, there's no, I know. I know, you know. I I worked for a Japanese company, and it's very much... Uh, we had to go through a whole proper. orientation about uh, Japanese culture and bowing and... Uh, it's all co- about rules. We have lots of rules here, and I like it. That's how... It should be. Where'd you go to school in California? Um, well, I went to Catholic school in near San Francisco. And then for college, I went to four different colleges. In California? One in Cal, two in California, uh, three in California. I went to, uh, 
Claremont Colleges, um, San Francisco Art Spit Academy of Art. Spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. It, I finished in four years, though, so that was good. Nice. Are you a doctor? No, I'm nothing. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm nothing. <laughs> That's not true. You're a TTN listener. That's right. TTN. I'm a huge TTN fan. And there you have it. All right. I'll let you guys get to it. Well, thanks for calling in. I can't wait to listen to the show. Next time you call in, shit or shinola. What do we say? Oh, Com- yeah. Kambawa? Oh, com- you mean goodnight? That means goodnight. Yeah. 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 Well. Oh, yes. is what you say when you're leaving somebody. It means, like, basically, go sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yes, because nothing important is going to happen gotta, the rest of your yeah, night. So go to sleep. Go to sleep. Exactly. Oh, what's the other one? Konnichiwa. No. Konnichiwa. Is hello. Good day. Hello. Good day. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So what do we say? You, I say Oyasuminasai, and you say Otsukaresamades. Yeah. Des, like, uh, I'm, okay, great. I'm fine. Something like that. So, means like you did a good job, you know, cheers kind of thing. Oh, okay. All right. Say what you're going to say. Cheers. <laughs> okay. Bye bye. All right. Bye. Bambi Jones, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and ladies gentlemen. And gentlemen. The Bambi Jones, straight from Tokyo, Japan. That's out of sight, John. I want to go. You know, I, I I told this story, didn't I, that I was selected to be on this management team that was going to do a one-month project in Japan for a company I worked at, Mitsushita. And um, I, after talking to one of the guys that did it, I said, fuck that, I'm not going. Because he was telling me stories about how he would go out drinking, and when the Japanese party and they go to karaoke or something, they really they start drinking, and they give you a shot, you got to drink it. There is no refusing a drink. And uh, and then it gets too late, and you miss your train back to your hotel, so you got to go to work in the same clothes <laughs> you were in that night. Yeah, and, but they understand, yeah, right? Because they was, gave you all the he shots. He was telling me in the factories, if you got to take a dump in the factory... It's uh, like a hole in the there's floor. There's a hole in the floor. <laughs> and I, I'm, like, hey, I'm really not good oh, at this. God damn it, I can't do The that. hole's not big enough. <laughs> Oil can. Uh, so I I, I declined. I yeah, said, but yeah, on the I'm flip not. side, if you go to somebody's house and you say that is a really nice TV, they're obligated to give you the TV. Right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, needless to say, I didn't do it. But I did have a lot of fun working with the Japanese. I I had a great time, especially because what she's saying is she lived here then lived there then she lived here again and what i found out was from japanese that came here they got so into the pop culture and everything in the u.s that they didn't want to leave they loved it uh and they had like some had 18 month projects other had two years three years and they didn't want to go back and you'd have a big party for them and they'd be bawling their eyes out because uh, they had such a great time, and um, so I, I, I forgot to bring that up. But 
that that was some of the things I learned. They really dug it here. Although you know they they did say that it is a lot different um, living in Japan. Like she said, there's a lot of rules. There's a lot of decorum, a lot of uh, manners and courtesy. Very humble. How humble can you be? You can be. Can you? Who? It's a competition of who can be the most humble. I'd win that. You think so? Oh yeah. I'm so humble. Not after your Facebook posts I saw. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. That John. wouldn't be happening in Japan. <laughs> I was as humble as can be on that Facebook yeah. post. What are you talking about? All right, John, anything else with your kidney stone? It's gone. What's the follow-up? You got no follow-up? Uh, I got to go for a physical, so I'm going to get the old Moon River uh, with his bad knuckles. And, um, and then I got to go for a CT scan. Nice. To check it out, make sure I don't have any more big giant uh, kidney stones. All right, John. Well, here's what uh, happened to me, uh, John. Uh, my mother and her husband, when I was up in Eagle River with the family the last time, my uh, mother's husband mentioned to me that he would like to get her a dog. My, my mother a dog, like a puppy, and have a dog. And I said, hey, well, hold on. Before you do that, why don't you uh, see if you can, if you like having a dog? So we have two dogs. And I said, well, Charlie here, this mutt, uh, he was up with us at the time. I said, uh, I'll, you know, over Thanksgiving, I'm going away with the family. We're going to have to board the dog. But instead of boarding the dog, if, you know, I can bring him here. You guys can have the dog for two weeks and see if you even like the idea of a dog. Because um, this seems new to them. Yeah. Uh, He's trained. He's housebroken the whole deal. Uh, Just see if you like having a dog to begin with. So I was trying to coordinate TP getting up there. And I can bring the dog and TP. That didn't work out. So then I was going to drive up to Oshkosh, meet him halfway, and drop the dog off. And then, before, right before that, my uncle called and said, Hey, I'm going up to Eagle River like a week before, so bring your dog up uh, on a Friday morning. I'm going to leave on a Friday. This was last Friday. And then I'll take him up for you. So I, all I had to do was drive to Crystal Lake. So I'm like, that fucking rocks, man. So I drive my dog out to Crystal Lake. I get out there. I get the crate in the truck. I get the dog in the yard. He's running around with all the other dogs. And my uncle says, well, come on and say hi to everybody, because uh, my Uncle John was there as well. Yeah. So I go and in. That's the s- guy that stole my uh, my yes. dog food right. idea, right? Yeah. And he stole uh, some property of yours, didn't he? Like you gave him something? I don't know. Some sort of poster of something? and Could be. Yeah, so I walk in. I want it back. And now this... This part of the family is the conservative Republican part of the family, right? So I walk in, I'm saying hi to everybody, and I see my aunt. And I say, how are you? And she says, I am good, how are you? And I said, I'm good. (laughs) Now this is uh, Friday, so the election was on Tuesday. This is Friday. This last Friday? Yeah. Oh, so the I'm real good. Just by just me saying I'm good. <laughs> she went 
fucking ballistic. <laughs> I couldn't believe the stuff that was coming out of her mouth. Now, we've had these, uh, you can call them debates about politics, discussions about <laughs> politics in the past. I have never heard her say nigger before. Wow! Uh, she was very upset. You was throwing the N-word around. Uh, and, and fuck. And what a fucking joke. Oh, fuck And God. so I just, I was just, I had this big smile on my face and I just went and sat down. So then I'm talking, I'm trying to talk about other stuff, and it's always back to politics. And my uncle, he wants to talk about politics. Not my aunt's husband. He, he keeps pretty yeah. quiet. But my uncle from Tennessee, he, the one who stole your shit, man, yeah. he wants to talk politics. N-word comes out. Uh, uh, what a fucking joke. How could this fucking happen? The, the, um, the population is ignorant. Uh, they're not educated. Um, uh, he, my uncle, who's retired now and has all his money invested in the stock market, the stock market apparently dropped 2,000 points after the yeah. election. Now, historically, I haven't looked this up, but I've heard historically after every election, the stock market takes a dip. Yeah. He blamed this solely on Obama. <laughs> not only that, he suggested, get this, John, this is what he suggested. He wasn't talking to me, but he said, hey, did you notice that right before the election, the gas prices dropped 20 cents a gallon? Did you notice that? Did you anybody notice that? And so I said, <laughs> are you suggesting that Obama picked up the phone and he called the gas companies and he said, drop your gas prices 20 cents a gallon the day of the election because that the people that are on the way to the polling that needed to fill up their tank would notice a 20% reduction in gas prices. 20 cents. And they would vote Democrat, for Obama. They, yeah. would, they would change their mind. I was going to vote for Romney, but the gas prices dropped <laughs> Just today. Just down. 20, 20 cents. 20 cents. <laughs> I'm going to vote for Obama. Boy, you're a genius. <laughs> and his response, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, oh, <laughs> What what does that okay, have to so do with the, 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 Here's who I'm is he talking one of to. The, is he one of the malcontents from 20 different states that are petitioning the White House <laughs> to allow them to secede from the Union? Have you heard about this? <laughs> 20 states petitioning yes, to secede. I have heard about that. I don't know if he's a part of that, but he got... I, I started laughing at this gasoline <laughs> and, thing. Oh, boy. And he got so fucking pissed off. <laughs> It's not funny. Stop fucking laughing. Because I lost I lost thirty percent of my retirement. Oh boo hoo. Because the stock and I'm like, hey, you're a smart guy. Last time I talked to you, you said you were gonna invest in gold. Why didn't you fucking do that? That went down. Because too. you were listening to the Republican pundits who said Romney was gonna win. That's why. That's why. Get mad at that. And them. by the way, if Romney did win, what was he going to do that was going to change the landscape? Tell me what policy he was going to implement that was going to create a tremendous amount of jobs and the economy was going to fucking explode. He was a businessman. Yeah. That's it. That's all they had. He was a businessman. Well, gold's down. 60-day uh, uh, gold. Uh, let's see. It was up to over 1780. It's... Uh, it went down to uh, November, let's see, 10th, 
down to the sixteen eighty. So it dropped a hundred dollars. Now it's back up to sixteen forty, but it went down a little bit again today. So gold's not doing that great either. Uh, down from a one year high of like uh, uh, ten ten year high. Let's see, five year high of nineteen hundred. Wow. So uh, yeah. I don't know what he's talking about. So you didn't watch any of the election night stuff because you? Were- I did. I was on and off. It was off and on, on and off. Uh, watching it, um, I you know I'd have to go lay down for a while and think about throwing up and. Well, I'm watching, so I'm. I don't know. I was watching MSNBC. I was watching CNN, and it was like it was like watching a news channel, right? Yeah. It was, they were talking about statistics. They were talking about. Uh, votes, electoral votes, popular vote, what needs to happen, uh, what's good news for Romney, what's bad news for Romney. Um, and then I'm like, boy, I wonder what's going on at Fox. <laughs> I turned on Fox. It was like it was like a, watching a fucking funeral. And this is before the election was even called. I mean, they were like in stunned fucking disbelief. And what, what I, I guess I didn't notice until after the election is all these these pundits and most of them I guess from Fox saying that Romney's going to win. It's going to be a landslide. Donald Trump saying it's going to be a landslide. And I had somebody that um, is a friend of mine that that we talked that day and they said, "Boy, I'm really fucking worried about this." And I'm like, "Don't be worried. This guy, this fucking nerd, this statistician, Nate, Nate Silver. right?" He's got it all figured out. He no called doubt. the whole fucking thing. There's only there's like a 91% chance Obama's going to win. There's only a, a 9% chance that this Romney's going to win. The stats, the data says it all. Ignore what all these talking heads are saying. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And that's exa- like this Nate Silver, This he predicted 50 out of 50 states. Yeah. He, and he like... Which way are they going to go? He used math. He no. used math. And, that's it, math. <laughs> You should hear Fox was going on. Hey, look, you can talk about statistics and you could talk about polls all you want, but it's a gut feeling. My gut tells yeah, my me. My gut tells me Romney's going to win yeah. in a landslide. And that's what my uncle and my family, they all thought that because that's all they watch is Fox News. They were fucking shocked. Not only that, John, Romney was shocked because that's all he listens yeah. to. His own people were telling him that. He was shocked. He couldn't fucking believe that he lost. He couldn't believe it. To a black man of all yeah. people. And and what's what's crazy is uh one of the theories out there is because the the cash was coming in so fast and furious. There's some uh conspiracy theorists out there saying that it's possible that the Fox News machine was, or Fox, whatever you want to call it, bullshit machine, was saying that Romney's kicking ass because they didn't want those funds to dry up. So if they started saying uh, and believe in the polls, then they wouldn't be getting any more money. So it could be that they were just saying that so they could still get that private money. But now... You got Carl Rove on the dole. <laughs> he's, 
He he they're hunting turd blossom. Turd blossom. They're hunting turd blossom's head right now because he promised a victory and he promised all these uh, Senate seat victories and House Republican victories for all these whack job teabaggers and they they're gone. Well, who's uh, do, have you seen that like five minute clip from Fox? Um, who's that woman reporter? She's really attractive. Kelly, somebody Kelly. Yeah. Um, Carl Rove sitting there talking, and they called Ohio for Obama. And Carl was like, "No, no, 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 no!" And he starts stuttering and stammering yeah. and saying, "No, you can't do that because of this county and that county." And she turns to him and she says. Are you just saying this as a Republican so that you feel better about it? Yeah, that was the best. And man. so then, one somebody said, "Go talk to our. They have their own nerds in their own room. Fox News has a room of nerds that just look at stats Called and exit polls and the, the whole deal. De- decision desk. The decision desk. <laughs> so they made oh, Megan Kelly. That's her name. Yeah. They made her walk to the to the decision desk. To say, Carl Rove says Romney's going to win Ohio. What do you guys say? And they're like, it's 99.95% that Obama's going to win Ohio. I don't know what the fuck Carl Rove is talking about. <laughs> Turd blossom. <laughs> Turd blossom. And it was shortly after that that Neil Cavuto yeah. called it for Obama. And the looks on all of their fucking faces... All of them were shocked. They could not fucking believe it. Yeah. So the question is, are these pundits going to still exist? Why wouldn't you just go to the polls? Go to a guy like Nate Silver. Or go to some other mathematician. What's it going to be? Tell me. I guess the last election, he he predicted uh, 49 out of 50. Yeah. This one was 50 out of 50. And why would you, why would you was, listen to somebody about was, a gut was he, feeling? He took the average of all the polls, and then he wiped out, you know, the uh, the, the room for er- error, and uh, and that was it. He was like, it wasn't like genius math; it was real simple. I just brought them all in, parsed it, and then here's the result. And it was more, and even the market, not market makers. What do you call them? The uh, uh, the guys that do the betting, the odds makers were in favor. Obama, 60%. Obama, 70%. Uh, and then Nate Silver was 86 90%. I mean, he started low, and then it kept going higher and higher as he kept bringing those those polls in. And then he bet, uh, he bet Joe Scarborough two grand. Hey, two grand says Obama wins, and you could donate it to uh, Sandy. Another thing. They were saying uh, Sandy is the reason. Hurricane Sandy is why Obama won, and well, because that, of yeah, you know that's the other thing. It, it's got to be like uh, uh, Bill O'Reilly came out and said uh, it's the immigrants. They want free stuff, so they voted for Obama. Uh, somebody else said it's Sandy because uh, uh, attention was diverted from all this other shit, and and so they voted for Obama. There's all these excuses. How about the fact that the GOP? Is fucking insane. How about that? Let's wake up. There's a couple of those guys that are waking up that are saying, shit, uh, we need to distance ourselves from the Tea Party and these fucking whack jobs. And we need, because people want, people are ready for gay marriage. People are ready for these things. Uh, uh, Choice for women. 
let's not redefine rape anymore. Let's not even mention the yeah. fucking word rape again. How about that? <laughs> But no, let's blame it on Sandy, and let's blame it on... That's uh, right, rape is God's gift. Minorities who want free shit. They're the ones. Well, uh, from the stats that I see, uh, we, John, the white Caucasian is going to be the minority in 2030. Yeah. So you better start uh, appealing to minorities, the GOP. I mean, it's it's just the way it... uh, It's the cycle of America. It's always been... Uh, you know, you had immigrants coming in in the early days, and remember gangs of New York with the Irish coming in and all that fighting going on, and and the elections there were those elections were brutal. I thought they were going to be like like <laughs> like then with people killing each other over this, and now you got twenty states trying to secede from the union. Well, not the states exactly, but some assholes that live there. You know, what, not even a tenth of the a uh, tenth of a tenth of the population. But um, John Stewart was fucking hilarious, Scott. Did you see his his stuff? No, that he did the day after. No, Can it's I about bullshit mountain. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it just cues right up. Or is there some? Uh... Here we go. 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 Oh, no, there's an advertisement, <laughs> naturally. You cannot get Stewart on YouTube, man. They well, have you can, shit. but you got to watch the ad, right? Yeah, it's lo- yeah, but it's locked down. You got to like go right to the John Stewart, either Hulu or right to his The Daily Show website to get the, uh, um, uh, the bit. The bit. The bit. Um, but but Rachel Maddow paid it, played it on her show. Early call controversies and holodeck malfunctions of years past. Excepting, of course, BMN, Bullshit Mountain News, <laughs> whose denizens were caught flat-footed by an historic storm that despite all the evidence just days before, they never saw coming. I think Mitt Romney is going to win the election. It just is a momentum. I think that Mitt Romney will win. We're going to win by a landslide. The polls hey, are skewed. You can go through all the scientific gobbledygook. You just say, hey, I don't believe no, him. That was the yes, guy. Yes, this was the historic 2012 it. election between. Do you hear that last guy? You can go through all the scientific yeah. gobbledygook. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking great. <laughs> Genius, right? Genius. I mean, scientific gobbledygook, <laughs> or as we call it, arithmetic. <laughs> and belief, and belief wasn't going down without a fight, which led to what I'm about to show you. Now, my friends, eventually someday I will die, as will you, and everyone you've ever known or loved. But this five-minute segment from last night's Fox News election coverage, taken at the precise moment that their own in-house election return research squad announced that Ohio, and thus the presidency, would be awarded to Barack Obama, I believe this piece of footage will, unlike us, live forever. (laughs) Do you believe that Ohio has been settled? No, I don't. And and, and, and look, if we we are... This is is the wrong thing. He sounds like Porky Pig. That's all, folks! Calling this on the basis of 74% of the vote being in, and when 77% is in, Secretary of State website, I got the director of the Ohio campaign for Romney on the other end of the line, refreshing the page every few seconds... 
go on. <laughs> it's going to be a Republican victory. This is a historic Republican county. Their target is 64. They're at 59 with basically the early vote counted. It's going to, it's going to continue to edge up. Big swatches of Butler County, Delaware County, and Warren County, all of which are Republican counties uh, that have big chunks of their vote out. Is this just math that you do as a Republican to make yourself feel better, or is this real? <laughs> <laughs> all right, did you catch that? Did you catch that right there? That was it. That was the moment. Did you see it? Did you record it? Did the team know it? Because you can play it backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards all day long like I did today. Here's what happened. I just want to get it straight, Carl, very quickly. Are you lying to yourself? <laughs> or to the millions of viewers? Because you're lying. By the way, math you do as a Republican to make yourself feel better is a much better slogan for Fox than the one they have now. But you know... Yeah, how about that, man? How about That's that? That's good. That's good. It's good. It's good. We should write for John Stewart. We should apply for jobs. Oh man, that show is genius. Uh, he, it's you know, his delivery is so good in the facial expressions. I don't think I ever miss a show. Uh, well, at least the opening monologue. It's, it depends on the guest who's on. He, I think he had Nate Silver on this one, or he had one on the next day. Had Nate Silver on and asked him about his book and then asked him about math and how he went about it and all that shit. Uh-oh. Getting, Uh-oh. getting a text. A text. A text. It's from the wife. So what else, John? Oh, did you hear Ann Coulter? What Snow she said? Snow on the ground, my <laughs> wife just said. <laughs> really? Ann Coulter, she was in a debate. I, I can't remember who she debated with. She was at college. And they were debating, and she suggested that women should not be able to vote <laughs> and the voting age should be 26. Wow. Because uh, apparently she thinks all the young people hijack this election and they're uneducated. They're not educated enough to know who to vote for. And women, uh, because women, I think, voted for Obama 55 to 44 percent. Women should not be allowed to vote because they're dumb. They're stupid. Yeah, well, I think if, if you had the... Uh education uh i think it would be an, a landslide in rom uh, obama's fa- favor i i i don't think so you don't think so i i because i think there are people out there that uh for whatever reason who knows what reason they decide they don't like obama and they listen to and find oh, and and consume information that supports that belief I see. Yeah, maybe. And there's nothing you could do about that. Nothing. And it it remi- so we talked a little bit this this uh, I'm in this Facebook debate with this chiropractor. Yeah. This guy posted and he said that germ theory was a myth and that really irked me. So I said that's not uh it's disingenuous and it's potentially jan- dangerous because he threw antibiotics under the bus the whole deal. And then he responded, and his response was was all over the place. He didn't... Well, I guess he did respond to my questions, but it, it, it was just this all this information that wasn't really necessary. So I replied, and I got a bunch of shit again. I reply, I asked him for very specific links, references. Give yeah, me a reference. Right. Nothing. And basically I got, hey, look at the World Wide Web. Oh, thanks. That helps. 
Uh, so I did my own research, and then I came back again. And I haven't received a, the latest response, but I'm, I'm, I want to focus on germ theory as a myth because he's, he doesn't know what he's, he's mixing up uh, his belief in antibiotics are bad with germ theory. They have nothing to fucking do with each other. And I'm trying to get this through his f- skull. Skull. But uh, before I came tonight, the post was hijacked by somebody else. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if we'll ever finish that or well, not. Well, you may be right, Scott. It says here the politics of race moved from the fringes to the front page last week in the wake of Mitt Romney's eggshell exit poll results. Whites made up a re- of uh, made up a remarkable eighty eight percent of his votes versus fifty six percent of the president's. The New York Times dissected the uh, Republican Party's demographics problem. And Fox News pundit Bill O'Reilly bluntly bemoaned that the end of traditional America and the white establishment and well outside the mainstream media, a deafening clatter arose across the land and in the furious keystrokes of America's white nationalists. Unsurprisingly, the re-election of Barack Obama reverberated across the spectrum of far-right extremism in the United States where most see the president as, a, as an enemy of the Constitution who is planning to confiscate their guns during his second term. But while many vented anger and fear, some ideologically motivated racists saw a silver lining detecting an opportunity reached out. Just before the election, Gregory Hood, a prolific online writer with a single-minded focus on whiteness, wrote that Romney had to lose in order to make white Americans understand that they have lost control of the country. When his wish was fulfilled, he wasted little time taking advantage the resulting essay, A White Nationalist Memo to White Male Republicans, was cross-posted on several extremist websites and forums. How about that? Yeah, so we're going to see more Timothy McVeigh's and bullshit like that. That's great. All right, John, but uh, a couple of things. One. You might be right, man. One, I asked my my family uh, to give me a prediction. Uh, So Obama's for the next four years. Give me a prediction. What's going to happen? The prediction? I'm not going to have a job in four years. That was their prediction. Okay, let's see if that comes true. But let me digress. I was trying to make a broader point talking about the chiropractic, right? Yeah. So I, I uh, oh, so we're back to this. Yes, again. we're trying to. So um, he's not addressing the the very basic yes or no question. He's trying to skirt around it, and he's trying to defend his position when it's not defensible. And uh, in my opinion, in his opinion, it's totally defensible. He thinks I'm the fucking whack job. I'm the nutty one. Uh, and that's how these people's minds work. Now, you and I, John, we'd like to think that we're open-minded, and I think we we are. Uh, if if we talk about uh, the entire population, I think we're in the top ten percent of open-minded yeah. people, right? Yeah, we're human. You we're know. human. We we have our own biases, but uh, if shit goes, if the evidence supports. A position or or something that that is not um, yeah we're not going to go all cognitive dissonance on right, somebody w- right and that's what I see from my family it's what I see from this chiropractor uh, they're going to defend their position well I can see in his case this is what he does for a fucking living yeah right to so to 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 have somebody and I'm not saying that chiropractic is a joke but 
to have somebody challenge his beliefs on germ theory and antibiotics. Yeah, I think that's going too far. I mean, there's something to be said about uh, healthy spine and all that, and and there's some efficacy of of uh, of the work that they do. But I've had a chiropractor have me hold vitamins in my hands while he pushed down on my arms to tell me, you know, oh, see, this arm's weaker when you hold this vitamin, so you're deficient in vitamin B12. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm going to disagree what? with you, John, there. I agree with the vitamin story. That's bullshit. But as far as, is, uh, I don't even know what the term is, Subli- sublocation. Subluxation. So whatever. That's total crock of shit. There's the the idea is that if you um, put the appropriate amount of pressure on the spine, or if you adjust uh, the a disc in the spine, yeah, that that will cure any health issue. No, you have. I don't. I don't agree with that. I'm talking about like range of motion, uh, stuff like that. My daughter okay. goes to a chiropractor because she's a gym, gymnast, and uh, it's helped her with her range of motion to. To uh, you know, when you crack your knuckles, but you can go to a physical therapist for that as well. You don't um, have to go yeah, to a I chiropractor. Yeah, I guess you could. But uh, some of them are like uh, the one I went to was a uh, he studied sports medicine, so his whole thing was uh, physical therapy, uh, chiropractic, and uh, I forget what the other level was. But you know, of course, you can't prescribe drugs like an orthopedist. Um. But he relieved a lot of pain in my joints, in my back, uh, my ankles, uh, through different methods, stuff from uh, d- using the stim machine, this machine they put on your muscles that uh, they, z- I don't know what they, they do exactly, but they send like electronic waves through. And I had a back pain where I couldn't even walk. He put that sucker on my back, and in 10 minutes, I felt like a million dollars. I mean, he increased the range of motion in my neck. And it could be he was just stretching a bunch of muscles, for all I know. <coughs> okay. But I'm not going to say, oh, my, he cured cancer. Right. Well, that's what they claim they can do. Uh, so, with this, well, there's two types of chiropractors. There's the straight and the mixer. The straight is the one that is the traditional one. That I just need to tweak your spine and you won't have migraines anymore. Or just see me three times a week and I'll tweak this and you'll never, ever get cancer. That kind of bullshit. Yeah. Um, and so, from my perspective, I guess, chiropractic, uh, what I didn't know is that uh, as part of their marketing, what they do is say antibiotics are for shit. Uh, they're anti-vax. Yeah, they're like Scientologists. They're against traditional medicine uh, because that's how they can sell their uh, proactive um, concept better, right? So when you go to a medical doctor, it's because something's wrong with you. It's reactive. They proactive. Hey, see me three times a week, and and you'll never have to see the doctor because we're going to boost your immune system, which is a total crock of shit, and we're going to do this and that and the other thing. Uh, so when when they've done studies on this, they see that uh, well, wait, chiropractic. Wait, couldn't, you, couldn't you make the same argument on the other end of the spectrum and say that medicine is also there's a conspiracy there to to be profitable and to get rid of any kind of uh, 
right. holistic or right. and homeopathy what, or anything like that's that. That's the other message that they have as well, that pharmac- it's all a big conspiracy. And there be, may be some truth to that. Uh, I mean, it is a business. It, it's there to make money. But the thing about the the thing that that separates these two uh, ideas about uh, medical health is that if you work for a pharmaceutical company, you have to do all these clinical trials. You have to collect all the data. It's available for peer review. People uh, have the ability to reproduce this data. Uh, they they track adverse events. The uh, the whole deal. So even after the drug has been a Approved by the FDA, and it goes into the market. They keep tracking the efficacy of this drug and its uh, overall um, uh, value to society uh, for years and years. I mean, there's there's data, yeah, statistics, yes and no, yes there's and no. science that goes into yes it. and no. They're they're talking about statins now that they put in, and doctors are now saying don't take them because. This whole thing about heart disease and cholesterol is a bunch of shit, and and people have been making tons of money off of it, and it turns out more and more people are dying and having really bad side effects from taking these statins. What's a statin? It's the it's the cholesterol anti like cholesterol drug that uh, as soon as they find out you have high cholesterol, a doctor puts it, you on it. And you start suffering joint pain and all kinds of of degenerative things start going on with your body physiologically. And right. doctors are pushing this medication and pushing it and pushing it. And a lot of times they get kickbacks from it. Oh, yeah. And they hide uh, some of the data. They hide data on it. And then you find out later people are dying from it. And then there's a big lawsuit against the, the drug manufacturer. Um and they're telling you not to take it anymore. Completely agree. Completely agree. And and uh, but there's data behind it. And this is how uh, traditional medicine works. You got people who are fucking assholes, right? Yeah. Uh, one of the pharmaceuticals I work for, they figured out how to bill, um, how to make money off of giving free samples to doctors and having them charge Medicaid for it. Right. I mean, they're right. they're they're total fucking assholes, and you're going to find assholes in every industry. But the thing about the pharmaceutical and the traditional medical industry is there's science that's wrapped around it. So, okay, this drug passed an FDA, um, all the the data that was required for the FDA to approve it. It gets onto the market, but now onto the market, you got these doctors pushing it because they're getting kickbacks. But the results of this are coming in from data. Yeah, people get hurt. People uh, um, get killed from this shit. Do people get better? It, does it help some people? I don't know. I would assume so. Yeah. But there's, uh, it keeps evolving. When you talk about chiropractic, there isn't any studies. There's no studies. The studies that they have are very limited. They're cherry-picked. Um, and basically, it comes down to a placebo effect. In the FDA... You have to show that your drug it has greater effect than a placebo to get onto the market. Yeah, but uh, to be fair, I don't. I don't want to say all chiropractors are like that. I mean, are like what? Are are like that? That whole they're doing it to cure all these illnesses. I mean, some of them are they're trying to clean up that whole thing, and they want to right. There's just a work huge... on muscular skeletal yes. issues. Yes. 
Those and, are the mixers. And mechanical parts. They don't, they're not all into that, oh, yeah, this is going to keep you from having... Uh, uh, I got to say, though, when I went to the guy for that whole year, you could call it a placebo effect or whatever. I did it for a year straight. I went three times a week. I didn't get sick once that whole time. Not a sinus infection, not a cold, nothing. So with all of your health issues that you're experiencing right now, why aren't you seeing a chiropractor? Because I'm a big dude, man. And if the chiropractor... I've had a guy on me once. Okay. You remember the one gig we played at the Beacon and the chick with the big blonde hair? You sang... I don't know what. Anyway, my chiropractor was there at that gig. Right. He's kind of a big guy. He's 6'2". He can handle a big boy like me. Well, he's got a he shared this chiropractic center with another guy who is a little guy. You should have seen this guy crawling all over me trying to adjust my back, man. He couldn't do it. He was too little. You got to have somebody big to do it. And this guy who used to do it, he's not I don't think he's doing it anymore. He's doing uh he's working um I think he stopped his practice and he's doing some uh, like uh, uh, house calls and massage therapy and then he's got a day job too doing I don't know what some sort of fucking import export. I am shocked. I am shocked that for a year you didn't get sick and you're not considering going to a chiropractor. Because of you've had a tremendous amount of health issues I know, this past the, year, but yeah, I got it's got to be a guy this. that's big. So yeah, f- well, how hard is it to find I'm, a big chiropractor? I'm not going to have somebody crack my neck now after I've been diagnosed with uh, vestibular neuritis. Why not? Because it can make it worse. You just said you weren't sick for a year when you were seeing the chiropractor. Yeah, but it's also mu- the neurological shit that I'm dealing with connects to the spine, Scott. I'm right. not going to so deal with that. So who would be better at handling that, or who would be better... Uh, uh, All right, I'll take your advice Would be a then. chiropractor. I'll take your advice. And if something happens to me, it was because you That's recommended their it. their specialty. No, you recommended it. You That's said, well, why specialty. don't you do it? Why don't you do it? Hey, Why don't you do it? You're the one just saying do that. it. I didn't. I just said the one time. I said I don't know what happened, but I wasn't sick that whole year. I'm not saying that he he cured me of anything. I didn't say that. You Maybe said he boosted that. your immune system. You said that. I didn't say that. You said that. Take uh, wait, it hold, back. No, no, no. I I was going on, and you said, "Hey, hold on, hold on." I want to just let you know that I went, for the year that I saw a chiropractor, I didn't get sick. Yeah. Yeah. So, what? Correlation isn't causation. I'm just oh, saying. I'm not supposed to assume that you were saying that the hey, cause was you the chiropractor. Assumed, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, because that's the way you, you took Why it. Why would you even bring that up? Why not? If you didn't want me Why to not? think that the cause well, we're was having you this went discussion. for the I just thought I'd bring it up. I don't know. I'd be All playing right, so devil's advocate on. in the discussion. So let's move on. Uh, Nobody can play devil's play advocate. Devil, no, you got to attack everybody usually, that has an opinion. Usually but when no! you play devil's advocate, you stand by your opinion. You don't back down. All right, let's moving on. No, devil's advocate Chiropractic is doesn't have science wrapped around it, right? So you don't know the results. <sighs> we don't know the long-term <sighs> results. Yeah, okay. So that was my broader point. Can anybody, wow, that from politics yes. to chiropractic care, it's the same. Uh, it's the same I think way of looking audience. at the world. Our audience it's is the turned way on of to looking the at the world. Show. 
at this point they're listening to TWW right now. Okay. All right. It's snowing. How much do we have on the ground? I don't know. Phil says the snow is snowing, the wind is blowing. I don't know. All right, what next? That's all I had. That's all you got? Yep. No science news, no celebrity. Hold on, let me look at my HTML document. I have to find it. Oh my god here. So we spent two minutes on the election and five hours on your fucking chiropractic discussion on Facebook? Oh, Ted Nugent. Remember Ted Nugent? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he said um, he said that if Obama gets elected, he's either going to be in jail or dead. So I'm waiting for that to happen. <laughs> What, but what, by what time? Do we have a, a he date? He didn't give a time date frame. specific? He said if he gets elected again, but then he didn't say when, how soon that would occur. Well, Victoria Jackson wants to thank all the Christians for not showing up. Uh, the Democratic Party voted God out and replaced him with Romans 1. In the good versus evil battle today, evil won. Of course. Here's what I don't understand. Uh, if you if Romney won, then God uh, made the right decision or whatever. Uh, if if Obama wins, God doesn't have any influence or what's going on there? If, she blames it on the Christians. Yeah. Why wouldn't she blame it on God? I don't know, but she can't stop crying because America died. It's dead. Yeah. Victoria Jackson from Saturday Night Live fame. And uh, a radio personality, Vicki McKenna, sends, she said from a friend, two words, Tenth Amendment. Uh, then she says, America chooses misery, I choose otherwise, and ammo, lots, buy guns. What is up with that? I don't, what the fuck? That's what, what happens when you watch Fox News for the last four years. What are you? What are they talking about? Science News, John. Most Republicans believe in demonic possession. Well, hold on a second. We're not going to play the science bumper. Sixty-eight percent of registered voters. Yeah. Interestingly, only thirty percent believe in, or thirty-seven percent believe in ghosts, but sixty-eight percent believe in demonic possession. Wow! Of, of registered Republican voters, Democrats are more likely to believe in ghosts, but less likely in demonic possession. That's fucked up. Yeah, those numbers are too high, regardless of, you know, what political affiliation you have. <laughs> Vampires are also uh, 27% wow. of Republicans believe in what? vampires. Oh my god. 
This is not really science, is it? This is a poll. A poll. That's kind of scientific. It's math, right? Yes. Okay, what else? What else? Oh, here's one. Schizophrenia, John. You know what that is? Yeah. That can be diagnosed with an eye test now. What? Yeah, how about that? They've Ah. discovered an almost 100% accurate method of detecting whether a person has schizophrenia, a simple sight test. Impaired eye movement has long been thought to be associated... Now a Scottish study has reported a model of testing that demonstrates 98% accuracy. Wait a minute, they just said 100%, now they're saying 98 <laughs> Uh, in distinguishing between those with and without, using simple viewing tests, researchers at Aberdeen University explored the ability of the eye movement test to sort schizophrenics from healthy people. Those with schizophrenia showed well-documented deficits and ability to track slow-moving objects smoothly with their eyes. They also found it more difficult to maintain a steady gaze. And there you have it. Yeah. The findings could speed up detection of the condition, and they are now examining whether the test can be used for early intervention in major mental illness. How about that? That's fucking crazy, man. That is I wonder crazy. if they found that out when I had my the goggles on looking at my eyeballs. I don't know. Are you schizophrenic? I don't know. I don't think so. That, that means report you hear voices and was shit like, like 30 that. pages, and I couldn't read all that techno mumbo jumbo. I saw vestibular neuritis and post proxismal benign vertigo, and then all kinds of other crap was in there. Because they hook a camera up to your eyeballs and they videotape your eyeballs the whole time. Oh, one more science story, John. It's difficult for me because I'm I'm uh, I don't I have my iPad and I have an HTML document. Yeah, this is huge science news, John. Huge. Popular physics theory running out of hiding places. That's right, John. Researchers at the Large Hadron Collider have detected one of the rarest particle decays in nature. What does that mean? It means that supersymmetry, Don, Don <laughs> <laughs> has gained popularity as a way to explain some of the inconsistencies in the traditional theory of subatomic particles uh, uh, in physics known as the standard model. This new observation reported by the Hadron Collider Physics Conference in Kyoto, Kyoto, Koto, uh, is not consistent with supersymmetry. Now, the reason that uh, I found out about this story is because you know what other theory uh, relies heavily on supersymmetry? John? No. String theory. Ah. So, Your I don't know. favorite. There's, there's like a thousand different string theories. <laughs> 900 of them have supersymmetry in their equations. So, let's just toss nine out of ten of them right out the door because uh, it's not looking good for supersymmetry. How about that? Yeah. That's all I have for science. Nice. Any celebrity? Celebrity. No. 
No celebrity. What about movies? Movies, John. What did you see? I saw uh, the um, uh, Skyfall, the latest James Bond. Yeah. How'd you like it? I loved it. Uh, the problem is uh, I had to take my son to basketball tryouts on Sunday, and it was supposed to end at 3.30, and it didn't end until like 22, and we had to get to the, what is it, the ETX Theater over at uh, Randhurst, wherever that is, whatever it's called now. But it was the ETX, EXT. I don't know what it's called. It's like a better than HD giant screen uh 19 speakers uh surround sound experience and uh we get there at like 406 the movie st- well the movie didn't start technically until 20 after four but it said four o'clock was the show time we get there and i said is it so uh, how, how are how many seats are left she says oh it's sold out i'm like oh great we're there six minutes late so we walk in, it's dark, we try to find seats, end up in the third row, all the way on the end, and then I see in the second row, there's seats in the middle. So my son goes and gets himself something to drink and some Skittles, and I move to the middle of the second row. Dude, that is just too fucking close at that theater. My neck and back were killing me. So was my son's. But we uh, we watched the uh, the movie. It took a while to get used to it being that close. But I gotta say, watching the movie now, I don't know when it started. Maybe it started with Pierce Brosnan. I can't remember when M, the chick, Judy Dench, was introduced, and the whole thing changed to this more modern kind of bond thing you know you didn't have the old the old m and not you had the kind of the old q but not so many gadgets and i was kind of like here we go again it's another bond where it's futuristic and it's not the old you know english bond kind of aston martin slash crazy props uh you know like the shoe bomb or some sort of breather exploding pen and uh, I kind of miss that you know I miss the old Sean Connery and the and the cocky the cockiness he had that confidence and and the uh, the dry lines that he he had throughout the movie and something happened in this film uh, all those eyes were dotted and T's were crossed at some point. And uh, the movie became very exciting for me, uh, and the ending was was awesome. So, and basically, the movie is just about Bond is, uh, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but he he takes some time off from being a secret agent, and uh, he finds out that uh, his uh, the Double uh, O Complex is being attacked, so he comes back. And he finds out the target is M, the Judy Dench, uh, her character, and he wants to help out uh, to find uh, who this perpetrator is. And I got to tell you, that fucking motorcycle chase scene in the beginning is unbelievable. Um, so I, I thought it was great. I, I'd give it a four out of four. I agree with you there, John. Four out of four. I thought, uh, how do you say his name? Javier. 
Yeah. Uh, Bardem? Harvey, Harvey, Harvey Bardem? Yeah, from uh I thought he Country was a great villain. Um, there was a really awkward, creepy scene yeah. he had with Bond. And, um, yeah, the, uh, um, what else did I like? I liked the opening scene I thought was great. You mentioned the, the motorcycle chase, but yeah. the train... The train thing was really cool. Uh, I, I totally dug when he pulls off this unbelievable move to get into the train. Yeah. And the first thing he does is <laughs> fix his cufflinks. Cufflinks. Then that's <laughs> when it started for me. I went, okay, now we're going to see some uh, the bond that I love. That was that cockiness and the, hello, folks, you know. <laughs> you know, he just kind of walks in. My son thought it was funny, uh, that that part and from then on it just kind of like evolved into what i had hoped it would evolve into and it did it fucking delivered all the way to the last minute yeah and you know when i saw the ending of it i thought of you because i thought you know john likes explosions and he likes shit uh blown up uh, I, I can't remember seeing an explosive blown up <laughs> shit, shit happen like that, like that long. Like it's, it lasts for five minutes because of the speakers in that place. The she, the seats in my ass and the floor were vibrating. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it, so it, it just delivered on so many levels. I thought. When is the last time you and I both gave four out of four Spiny Normans the same know. movie? I don't know. So if you have a chance, see uh, James Aban yeah. with Daniel Craig. And, uh, yeah. Anything else about that movie? Oh, the one thing. I do have a criticism. Oh, boy. You remember when he was <laughs> at the airport? Yeah. And um, they said, okay, the guy's going to be at the airport at this time. So he shows up and he's a limo driver, right? Yeah. And then the guy gets off his plane and he's a limo driver. How the where the fuck did he park his limo <laughs> that he would be able to follow the guy when the guy got into a cab? That kind of bugged me. In the limo lane, <laughs> you can't leave your limo. You don't you leave the limo, do you? Why? Yeah. Well, I guess you do because there's the guys that hold the signs, yeah. right? It's in the limo lane. That's why he was <laughs> I able don't think to it park it that there. way anymore. I think that the guys who hold the signs now aren't the limo drivers, are they? Are they the limo drivers? Yeah, what, the time we, me and, well, I don't know how long ago this was, but the time Joe and I went to see Tony, uh, we got off the plane. There was a guy standing there holding the sign with our names on it. And the limos and the cabs yeah, are in the right, same spot? right out front. They're in the we same spot. We walked right to his car in the front. But yeah. where are the cabs? Well, they're like in another they're lane. In a, yeah, in a completely other lane. Yeah. So how did, how did that happen? I want to know that. I don't know. We'll have to ask Stefan C because that was well. Where was it? Oh, maybe it was Italy or Turkey or something. no? It was Shanghai. 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 Maybe right. Shanghai is a small airport. Yeah, you know, maybe there's like two limos and four cabs, In and then one I can lane. see that. <laughs> I can see that happening. <laughs> oh, uh, that's it the other thing. Cinematography was fucking spectacular. Yeah. Just really good. Like when the guy was uh, pulling off that thing in the in the in the vacant building with the lights in the other building. Yeah. Oh, and that's the other thing. This Sam Mendes, the guy who did this film. Yeah. He did like American Beauty. Did some other film. Hey, you know what? 
The guy, you know what, John? <laughs> hey, the guy can put a fight scene together. Yeah, and he doesn't have to cut it every two seconds, so I don't know what the fuck is going on. Blah <laughs> blah blah blah. Hey, the young kids—they like that shaky camera shit. I don't like that at all. I I've debated this with another guy. I'm like, yeah, I see what you're saying, but it, I'm too old. I can't. My synapses can't register. All that crap going on, and their young brains can handle the, the. They can adapt to the shakiness. You know, you were probably a lot quicker on your feet playing basketball when you were younger and swimming than you are now. Mm, swimming, yes. Basketball, no. No, you're faster. You're more better. Um. Well, I, I'm assuming you're talking about my my brain, right? Well, the way you, I can see the court. Yeah, but your brain and then your your brain uh, telling your body parts what to do. Yeah, that all still works. With the same quickness and yes. speed? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I had a guy tell me the other day, he said, hey, you can't train that. Train what? Your first step. Right on, man. <laughs> you can't. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> Because <laughs> I can blow pie people at will. Blow, blow pie? <laughs> you can blow, I can blow pie at people at will, John. That's like, if you're going to set a pick for me, you better yeah. roll to the basket because otherwise you're fucking in my way. That's what I tell my teammates. Yeah, my son, so he tries out for this uh, Junior Warriors team. And, uh,. He can mix it up, okay. You know, he knows what he's doing, but these kids played, you know, summer ball. They played, so he's he's playing baseball. They're playing basketball. He's playing football in the fall. They're playing basketball. Uh, most of them were on the Junior Warriors team last year. So there's 17 kids trying out, and he he's hustling. He's doing everything right. He's shooting. Uh, they're doing these layup drills. He's hitting them. But you could just tell the other kids are just, they've been playing together a lot longer. They know each other. There's just kind of like that click going on. And he's just trying to survive in there. I was proud of him for uh, doing it and having the guts to stand up to you know some of these kids that have been playing a long time. And even one of them said, you know, Nate, you're probably not going to make the team because we had like a dream team last year. And there's no chance of breaking that up, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, don't be too disappointed if you don't make the roster. Mm. But um, they play this thing called war. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. They break up the kids into uh, three groups. So they red shirts, uh, yellow shirts, and then just plain old shirts. And what happens is... You got defense on one side, and and you got defense offense on the other side. Whoever gets the ball away or gets the basket wins, and they go down and they play the other side. And whoever on that side wins, they go back and forth full court. So it's just like a battle of these of these groups, and then they switch them up and. It was pretty cool. The coaches ran this, these drills like awesome. I mean, then they made them run 10 times full court in a sprint in one minute. My son was dying. I go, what's wrong? You just got off of football. You should. You were doing wind sprints every day. Dad, 
with the broken collarbone. I didn't do any running until the end of the season. So he was he was pretty beat, but I was uh, proud of him out there. He hustled. He sucked it up. He tried the best he could. Uh, but when you were saying about the pick and roll, uh, a lot of kids were doing that, and he just he hasn't played enough team sport as far as team basketball to understand that concept. So he was going for the ball every time, or he was trying to get open instead of picking somebody who was defending the ball, you know, the the person with the ball. So that's some stuff he's got to learn yet. So if he makes a team, he's going to end up going to, uh, there's a camp down the street that one of the coaches uh, does. Uh, it's, a, it's a skills camp that he's going to go to. So we'll find out Wednesday. My daughter did make the gymnastics team, though, as a junior. Nice. So she's JV. Might be varsity. I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, John. I saw a couple other movies. Yeah, the artist. That's that silent one. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you'd like it at all. No, I won't. I liked it. Uh, and then I saw Magic Mike. John, have you seen Magic Mike? Oh my God, no! Magic Mike is a great movie. What? It's awesome. I loved it. Channing Tatum is in it, John. <laughs> Not only that, apparently this is his like autobiography. Uh, yeah, you know what I meant to say. Autobiography. Yeah. This is how he came up in the business. He was a male stripper. And uh, it's a great performance by... Um, wow. What's that guy's name? Uh, he was in Dazed and Confused. And he was in uh, Sahara. And... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is his name? That guy. Matthew McConaughey is in it. And uh, so it's just the story of um, this older stripper. And he works for Matthew McConaughey, who runs the strip club. And he takes this young guy under his wing, and he shows him the ropes. And then uh, he makes some decisions in his life. And uh, the soundtrack is great. Uh, I have man crushes, John. I have it on Antonio Banderas. Uh, I have it on a Brad Pitt, a Ryan Reynolds, a Paul Newman. And I'm going to add, well, Daniel Craig, and I'm going to add Chanum Tating to this list, John. Because uh, he is a very talented, very talented uh, young man. Yeah. <coughs> and I highly recommend Magic Mike. Three and a half out of four. Spiny wow. Moments. For Magic Mike. It's very funny. It's very good. You know, Iron Sky is out on uh, DVD. And What's uh, Iron Sky? Never even heard of it. Iron Sky. You're, you're the one that turned me on to Iron Sky. Oh, right, right. About the, the German, Nazis that live on yeah. the other side of the moon. Yeah. Oh, one more thing about Magic Mike. <laughs> the se- there's a scene where Matthew McConaughey takes this kid into like a, a workout room to show him the moves to show him some basic stripper dance moves and the scene lasts about five minutes my wife did not stop laughing this entire time I have, she has never laughed so loud and so long in her entire life <laughs> at that scene and I think it was because of what Matthew McConaughey was wearing and how he was behaving. The banana hammock? He wasn't wearing a banana... He was like wearing a... Uh, not a Speedo. It, it was a Speedo, but not a traditional Speedo, but something very tight. 
And then he had like a midriff uh, yellow muscle shirt on with some sort of bandana. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. Magic Mike. Highly like, recommend. Hey, don't laugh. This is Magic an important Mike. scene. Hey, will you be quiet? I'm trying to listen. <laughs> trying to listen to the soundtrack. Nice. Yeah, that was it. I, I didn't have time to watch anything else. It was fun. It's fun to see, though, my daughter getting into Saturday Night Live. She tells us to turn it on every Saturday night, unless she goes and watches it on her own. She loves it. She's 16. Remember when we were that age watching Saturday Night Live? Um, did you watch it? I did. I watched the first season, and then I don't think I really watched it after that. Really? Yeah. No, I did. I remember Bill, Bill Murray was second and third season, right? Yeah. Yeah, I must have watched like the first three. So when was that? Came out in 79? Yeah. Yeah, so I watched Something it like, like 13 to 16, and then I stopped watching it. Oh, no, no. I think it was... Um, 75? 75. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like 11 yeah. to 13, and then I stopped. <clears throat> yeah, let's see. <laughs> um, I do. I have the first season on DVD. It's on um, Netflix, too. Is it? Yeah. I think all the seasons are on Netflix. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I'm trying to remember when I started getting into it. When they did the B thing. Uh, the Blues Brothers were, was big on it. Um, Chevy Chase was real big because he was doing the platfalls and stuff. So that was... That was when uh, Ford Gerald was Ford office. was in office, yeah. So after Nixon, which was 75, yeah, right? Yeah, Then 70 is, uh, uh, 76 through 80 was, um, was that Ford or Carter? <clears throat> and then Reagan was in the 80. Yeah. Well, Dan Aykroyd was 75 through 79. Uh... Let's see. Chase left after the first year, right? Did he? I think so. Oh, let's see. Be a big let's movie star. Chevy Chase. 75 through 76, you're right, yeah. He would say, uh, now for some sports scores, and he'd just like say scores. 25, 35, 13 to 72, 5 to 5. Dumb, but I thought it was funny. Um. Yeah. Damn. Chevy Chase seventy six. Aykroyd seventy nine. Belushi seventy nine. Garrett Morris eighty. Gilda Ratner eighty. Jane Curtin eighty was her last year. Bill Murray eighty. Tom Davis. Al Franken eighty. And then Franken came back uh, eighty five to eighty six. And then eighty eight to ninety five. Paul Schaefer. Oh yeah, that's right. He was in the he was in the pit. Peter Aykroyd, 80. Tom Schiller. Brian Doyle Murray. I don't even... I, oh, that's right. He was on there. Harry Shearer. And then I started watching it. See, I didn't watch like those years. Then when Eddie Murphy came on, I started watching it. 80 to 84. Joe Piscopo. Uh, Ann Risley. I don't remember her. Gilbert Gottfried, 80 to 81. You remember them? No, I never watched it. Oh. 
Mr. Robinson, going on, man. Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. You had shit going on on Saturday night. Yeah, it's tough to do, man. Then Jim Belushi came around 83 to 85. Billy Crystal, Christopher Guest, Martin Short, John Lovitz. I got into it when Dennis Miller was on in 85 to 91. Wow, Anthony Michael Hall. He was only on there for one year. Wasn't um, John the guy Cusack. who plays Iron Man on it for a while? John Cusack. Who's it's that? The guy who plays Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr., yeah. 85 to 86. Yeah, he was with uh, Randy Quaid, John Cusack, Anthony Michael Hall, Dennis Miller, Victoria Jackson, Dana Carvey, Phil Hartman. I think I've seen almost all the years. Not 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 as you know that much, but my daughter's like into it now. Especially if Justin Bieber is on. He just broke up with uh, yeah Selena Gomez. He's you know? going out with like a Victoria's Secret model right well, now. Apparently, she broke up with him and took him yeah. a, a big shock, big surprise for him. Yeah, very upset. He threw up on stage again. No, I don't. All right, any that's it. No celebrity. That's it. That's all I got, John. Phil's coming tonight, right? Is he? Somebody's ringing the bell. He told me he was sick. Oh, is he? <laughs> well, who's that? I don't know. You want me to go see? Yeah, go see, uh, would you? Go, go, check it out. Go in there. Hey, man, what's up? thought you were sick, man. What's going on? I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah, I thought he told me he was. I don't know. Feeling well. No doubt. Well, uh, uh, Scott, uh, <laughs> as they say in the show, must go on. I haven't been feeling very well, but nothing I can't put aside for five minutes to deliver the news on TTN. Five minutes. Oh, yeah, we hit the two-hour mark. Look at that. Right on the nose. Are you ready, Phil? Of course not. I'm always ready. Let's see. Here we go. Now, with your award-winning TTN News, Phil McCracken Whitcomb. Her first Saturday night. Respected family man, award-winning actor and philanthropist Kelsey Grammer takes his three-month-old daughter to a Halloween party at the Playboy Mansion. Cheers. Next story, John. (laughs) (laughs) Nottingham Movie Theater shows paranormal activity instead of Madagascar. (laughs) Scares the hell out of the kids. A group of children were expecting to see a new animated movie film. Flemming Terror! <laughs> on Saturday when a theater accidentally played one of the grossest, goriest horror films of the season. <laughs> this is out of Nottingham, John. I, I got a story to tell. They started playing the movie and I thought, this doesn't look right. Natasha Lewis, who took her eighth-year-old son Dylan to the screening on Saturday, told the son, It's enough to make grown men jump so you can imagine the terror in his young faces. 
Employees at the Cineworld Cinema <laughs> in Nottingham England claim a technical error caused the theater to show paranormal activity four instead of the more kid-friendly Madagascar three. Roughly 25 families attending the screening immediately grabbed their children and bolted for the exits. It's about uh, only two minutes worth of film, but it was enough to scar them for life. <laughs> Certainly a terrible experience, but something remains unexplained. The Washington Post asks a tough question. Does this mean that everyone who is waiting to see Paranormal Activity 4 a few auditoriums over got to see the first two minutes of Madagascar 3? Surely that experience was equally disturbing. Apparently, audiences everywhere can relate to the kids' urge to evacuate from the auditorium. Paranormal Activity 4 received a 27% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Before I get to my next story, John, did you want yeah. to tell us story oh, of your yeah. own? Something anecdotal. Uh, the, um, you said there was a movie mix-up. Well, I don't know if Scott remembers the shit video. The shit video, yeah. yeah. Where people are eating shit. Yeah, it was, uh, were they porno? German? It was yeah. German? Yeah. And they shit in each other's mouths. Well, there was a guy I worked with when that came out. It actually, uh, when it came out, I, I brought it to work, and he made a copy of it, and he mocked up a label for the videotape uh, that said <laughs> Care Bears Christmas, and he gave it to another guy at work and said, hey, man. This is a great video for your kids to watch. <laughs> wait, hold it, hold it. I'm wait not a minute. kidding. I'm not it, kidding. Like, it's a prank? <laughs> it's a prank, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> and he did. He put it in, but the kids weren't, luckily, weren't in the room yet because he suspected from this guy, Eddie, that uh, it was a prank. And, yeah. He almost fucking ruined and scarred some children's lives. Well, that's not right. No, it's not right. But you do dumb stuff when you're in your 20s, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, are we moving on? Or- Thank you, John. Yeah, I'm sorry. The Hulk. Hulk. <laughs> sorry, John. Hulk. Hogan settles video tape lawsuit of him using his best friend's wife as a love sponge. That's right. Hulk Hogan has ended his Royal Rumble with Bubba the Love Sponge over a sex tape involving a pro wrestling legend and the Florida Shock Jack's wife that went viral on the interwebs. Bubba Clem apologized in a statement issued earlier Monday as the Hogan camp announced the legal settlement. Terms of the pact were confidential. After further investigation, I am now convinced that Hulk Hogan was unaware of the presence of a video recording device in my bedroom. I am convinced he had no knowledge that he was being taped. Additionally, I am certain that he had no role in the release of the video, stated Bubba's apology letter, which he also read on his syndicated radio show. Next story, John. Wow. <laughs> Amid cancer fears, Sharon Osborne undergoes double mastectomy, Oof. leaving her with just one boob. John, next story. Oh. A woman requests legal injunction for a penis. A transsexual living in Merson who underwent surgery to become a woman has requested a change in regulations so that she can return to being a man by having a penis reattached wow. to her body. 
DK, a 34-year-old originally from the eastern province of Van, who described herself as believing as a believing Muslim, asked the Doctorate of Religious Affairs whether it was religiously permissible to receive a penis transplant from a cadaver. But religious officials said it was impossible, impermissible, unless the penis originated and originally belonged to the transplanted recipient. I am a believer, said DK. I perform my prayers like a man, not like a woman. This decision has affected me a lot. I want a legal injunction. But while the directorate <laughs> failed to give the religious backing for DK surgery, others said the operation would be possible. We first analyzed it, and it was possible as a medical situation, and we found that it has no risks, said Oskan Oztak. Head of the Human Support Foundation, a conservative organization directed toward engagement with members of the LGBT community. There are more than 20 people like this that we have in our files. This is a normal as a face or arm transplant. Really, that's good to know. Yeah. A penis transplant is as normal as an arm or face transplant. (laughs) In 2003, DK underwent surgery to become a woman before marrying a man. And related sex change news, John. I was born a boy, became a girl, and now I want to be a boy again. That's right. Britain's youngest sex swap patient to reverse her sex change treatment. Rhea Cooper made headlines last year when she became Britain's youngest sex change patient at 17. After years of begging her family and the NHS to turn her into a girl. But now, having lived as a woman for less than a year, the 18-year-old decided to change back into a man after suffering huge mental anguish as a woman. She has canceled the false exchange operation <laughs> that was scheduled for January and ceased the female hormone therapy that has seen her develop breasts, saying that she has found the changes overwhelming and that they have made her deeply unhappy. Next story, John. Sorry, I just had to clear my throat. Good news! We won't have to see Shia LaBeouf in another Transformers Uh movie. The bad news is we get Marky Mark instead. No! Why does Michael Bay hate America, John? Next story! (laughs) More bad news. A pub regular dies in the bathroom. Good news! Pub owner finds him before he closes for the night. Oh, good, yeah. Bad news. Owner hides the body in a bedroom for four days so he won't miss out on the weekend business. (laughs) That's right. A pub landlord hid the body of a dead customer for four days so he would not miss the weekly business trade. Oh, man. Jason Chigadee. 29 found the body of a pub regular, Mark Howells, dead in the men's toilets on Friday night at his pub, the Boot Hotel in Aberdeen, South Wales. But fearing police would close down the pub for their investigation, meaning he would miss out on a weekend's business he could not afford to, he hid the body of the 48-year-old in the first floor bedroom of the pub. Oh, jeez. Next story, John. Katie Holmes is in the news, John. Katie, that's Tom Cruise's ex-wife, Katie Holmes, John. She's in the news. Katie Holmes says she's still just a Midwestern girl who likes her wine in a box. Of course, after six years with Tom Cruise, she probably enjoys anything in her box. Oh! Next and last story, John. (laughs) 
A 10-year-old boy was shot with a taser by a police officer after he refused to wash the cop's car. Motor transportation officer Chris Webb said the tasing was an accident and that he believed his weapon was not loaded. The incident took place during Webb's presentation at Career Day at Telarusso, New Mexico Intermediate School in May. The officer reportedly asked a group of boys who wanted to clean his patrol unit if they wanted to complete, if they wanted to clean his <laughs> patrol unit, the officer, Complement. the lawsuit said, the boy identified as RD in the complaint said he didn't want to. Webb allegedly pointed his taser at the boy and said, let me show you what happens to people who do not listen to the police. According to the suit, he then shot two barbs into RD's oh, chest. Jesus. The shock hit the boy with 50,000 volts into his body, causing the boy to temporarily lose consciousness and leaving him scarred from the taser bars. What an asshole. Rachel Wiggins, who is filing the suit as a guardian ad, lithium on behalf of the boy, says the incident has given the child post-traumatic stress. Webb was suspended for three days after the incident. The lawsuit comes just days after the three-year-old girl was accidentally tased by a San Diego police officer who was chasing after an alleged parole violator. And that's the news shot. I'm Phil McCack and Wickham with Total Talk Nonsense. All right. Later. Oh, man. All right. My sinuses all of a sudden out of nowhere. Hey, Scott. Hey, John. Did I tell you that I got this new thing called the iRig? Yeah, yeah. The iRig. Yeah, you showed it to me. Yeah. Hooks up to your iPad. Yeah, you should get one. Plug your guitar into it, and it's like uh, it it, it emulates amps, different amps. Yeah. So what are we going to hear? I don't know. You don't know. I just want to demo it. That's the old, uh, uh, what is it called? The future is a joke. You should get one, man. They're like 40 bucks or something like that. And the software is free, but you can buy different kits and packs and and shit like that. <clears throat> and uh, and uh, it's got chorus and stuff. More breaking news, John. Amber... Just confirm that it is true. She will be in Miami with TWW. Hide your loved ones. Oh, yeah. And she just posted her first review of Fifty Shades Freed. Explosive news, John. Explosive news. I don't know. Check out her blog. Pretty cool, isn't it? Isn't that sound cool? I think Phil gave me a cough. I have a cough now. You should get one of these, dude. You How can much play, are they? It's like 40 bucks. 40 bucks? Oh, you're such a tight <laughs> ass, man. You got an iPad. I mean, come on. 
and you can play with songs and you can record stuff that you uh that you do and uh jam out you know All right, John, you said we went over the two-hour limit. Yeah. So Bambi Jones won't feel cheated? No. Okay. That's all I know. I don't know anything else, man. Now it's out of tune. I broke it. That's all I got, Scott. All right, then. Is that it? Is all you got? That's all I got. Well, you know what that oh, means. I'm, I'm not going to be here next week. Me either. Uh, Where are you going to be? AZ? Out of town. Yeah. I was going to suggest a Skype show, but if you're going to be out of town and I'm going to be out of town, yeah, that's not going to happen. you'll have to record it. <laughs> You're right. That's Where not going to happen. Where are you going? I'm going to be in Bald Head Island, North Carolina. What are you doing there? Just chilling, man. Chilling. For the week? Yeah. So you're going to have Thanksgiving down there? Yes. You're going to celebrate and give thanks in North Carolina? Yes. Just the four is? Yes. Wow. No other family? No. no mom and dad? Nothing no. like that? Nope. Whoa. That's unprecedented, isn't it? Um, since I've been married, I think, yeah. 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 Wow. Good yeah. times. It is good times. Well, I'll be back Friday. I'm leaving Monday morning, coming back Friday. So, yeah. Leaving Friday, coming back Saturday. Wow. Following. Doing a long <clears throat> vacay. Oh, you know what I found out? What's that? Uh, we take a jet. And then we take a propeller plane. I'm like, really? A, p- a fucking propeller plane? Why wasn't I consulted about this? <laughs> I'd rather rent a car and yeah, drive than right. get in a fucking propeller plane. Right. And then we got that on the way no back, doubt, too. Man. If you were smart. Yeah, you would take a car. <laughs> yeah. A yeah. Pro- really? I gotta get in a propeller fucking plane? <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> Me either. I ugh. I hated that single engine jet we flew from Frankfurt to Copenhagen. Uh, that was a nightmare. That thing was like flying in a, uh, a tube. Well, a plane is a tube, but it's a much bigger tube than those little tiny... Uh, jets, those little ugh. Xanax, would that help me on a propeller plane? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I might have to, uh, yeah. have to talk to you after the show. All right. Show me how to break them in half yeah. and shit like that. Just a line in it. You just break it in half. You're done. <laughs> Feel like a million. All right, that's, that's it for this week, right? That's right, John. And then we're going to be out next week, and so we will be back. Um,. Like at the beginning yeah. of December, right? I think, uh, no, it's the last week of <laughs> last November. Week of November. And uh, I think uh, hopefully we'll have a visit from Alfie. Hey, Alfie, you know, Satan never came by on Halloween. I'm kind of disappointed about that. Yeah, well, maybe Satan will come by for the holidays. <laughs> well, yeah, he and God sometimes show up. Yeah. And um, what else do we have to look forward to, John? Do you have any gigs coming up? Any no. gigs? Any Got band nothing. shit going on? Nothing. Nothing. Okay, nothing going on there. Um, I don't have anything going on. 
Uh, catheter movie. It's on Google Video. It's with a K. That's <laughs> it's good. It's good. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Relentless. That's a good viewing. You know, if you got an hour yeah. to waste. <clears throat> All right, then. And that's about it. Well, that's it. I'm John. And I'm Scott. Say goodnight, Scott. Good night, Scott. You're listening to John and Scott. <laughs> Total Talk Nonsense.